0: This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. Let's do the catch-up with Connor on Phoenix Radio. I'm joined by Mike Gambaro. You are a geek from Beauty and the Geek. And from my time with you, geek's a little bit misleading, mate. You're one of the most charismatic blokes I know. Yeah, well,
1: you've got to realise as well, the show the show's wrapped up and uh, we are six months post-filming. post, post filming. Um, oh, the Transformation, mate. The transformation, the makeover, the the build-up of everything. Um I I think that's really fixed me out you're,
0: you're a new man. Yeah,
1: oh, brand new person. You know, I say so I went in as a Bat Boy and became out as a Batman.
0: Mate, I, I thought, you know, talk about Batman. I'm thinking, well, Captain America, you've gone in the super, in the machine, you've come out the super soldier. The super mate. soldier. Yeah. All right. um, so, you know, how, how did you get involved with the show and what was the interview process like? I think I overheard you saying several thousands and the tens of thousands of people applied for the show. Uh, well, Just tell me all about that process. It was really a moment of you go through a whole application process. You go
1: into there, you fill out all your questions. Are you really that geeky? Oh, tell me all your failed relationships. Are uh, you failed looking for love? Doing all that stuff, and then moving forward, you get the call, and you just pump through it. And it's this, it's interview after interview after interview from all the producers. So everyone gets to know you, and they just kind of filter out the people because there are at the end of the day thousands of people that apply to the show, um, and a lot of them are either looking for something while the others are looking for maybe a bit of fame. And it, it's a matter of filtering out between that.
0: I'd say congratulations, but it seems like you're very well-deserved. You, you seem like a very genuine man.
1: Yeah, thank and you. That,
0: uh, and that, that, that really comes through as well. So what what made you want to get in, involved with the show? What like, kick-started that? You know what? I'll, I'll interview for this. What, what, what happened around there?
1: So I would always watch the old show on the old format when it was on Channel 7. And it was such a it was such a weird thing of my mum and i would always sit down would always watch it and always joke around being like you should end up on this show you'll end up on this show you'll end up on this show and here we are now we're, now we're here but um the big thing for me was um uh 2020 was probably the worst year of my life it um was the year of lockdowns the year of everything it was my first year post uh school post graduating it was my first year being an actual adult sure and there were lockdowns, which then ended in my grandfather passing away. So after that, I sort of needed something that would give me a bit of a bit more of a new purpose. And then, you know, watching the show during lockdowns and then just catching up on that, seeing how amazing it is through 2021, I'm like, well, maybe this could be my new purpose. Go through and apply and there we go.
0: Sounds like a very sort of sincere way to apply. Like you said, people applying for things. Approach to promote themselves, prior this, that, the other. And, of course, they they got weeded out quite quickly. And, like I said, you seem like a very genuine guy. I'm not, I'm not just saying that. You, you. really are a really genuine guy. Uh, you said the show's changed you. I and mean, we made the joke about becoming a new man, all that type of stuff. What specifically has changed from you since entering the show? We've, all, we've come out the other side now. You know, if you were to break it down, if you were to say, I was this before, I'm this now, how what progression has happened for you personally?
1: Going into it, if you were to throw me into a crowded room, I could. I would. Well, the one thing I always say is, throw me in, in front of a thousand people. I, I'm happy to talk. I can. I can do that. But throw me in with a thousand people. That's where I struggle, and especially on the show, those mixes. You know, you're thrown into that situation where it's like you really got to push out of that comfort zone. And especially for someone like me, where that those are the moments that I don't like. The challenges I was. I was barely scared for. But what I was scared for was, you know, the actual challenge of talking to. 10 beautiful girls in a mixer situation like that. But, um, you know, being pushed to do that and then having your newfound best friends also pushing you to do that. Also being on that journey really helps you now come out of this experience with, with the, the tools that you need to go back into the real world and, to be confident and comfortable in those situations and I 100% I would confidently say I've, I've come out of that being able to you know have a one-on-one conversation with people being able to actually go on those social events first weekend out uh, after the show's aired being recognized in public if that happened to me before the show someone coming up to me asking me it's like oh you're you like really jumping you about that um, I want to be able to do it but now it's like yeah let's let's have a chat let's talk let's go you know the show I've the show to thank for that
0: I think uh, millions of men, not just in Australia, but around the world can... uh relates you on that. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of messages, a lot of DMs,
1: some good, some bad. But, <gasps> Heidi, um, any
0: tips, bro, bro? Help yeah, me out No,
1: that's literally, literally it. Um, between guys being like, Oh, you're so lucky, man, and like uh, or there's there was one guy who messaged me being like, um, yeah, you wouldn't know what to do with a girl like Heidi. <laughs> so uh, when you're when you're done with her, just just send her my way. I'm like, Yeah, sweet. Yeah.
0: Okay, champion, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, on. That's terrible. How we knew, of course you were um, you've been like live tweeting as the show has been going out and things like that, they've been interacting with people. I uh, Surely you've had some fear. you lots, lots of positive feedback. The show is always going to be, you know, for a better word, arseholes out there, right? You know, uh, how do you deal with criticism and things like that? Often very, very unfair. People attack you for things, you know, you can't control. People just they make things up, see it in their head. You know, sometimes things are framed a certain way. You know, it's not actually how things happen. How have you dealt with that like how how was your mental health well you know how's that impacted that that's the best question i've been asked so far it
1: how to combat it don't don't just ignore it yeah don't read it don't bother like i mean yeah i've i've seen some hate who cares and the way i put it as well is if you're going to review a restaurant if you go to a restaurant and you're going to review it would you review it if it's good or if it's bad what are you more likely to do
0: Okay, if it's good, you're
1: gonna review a restaurant. If it's good,
0: oh, you know, it depends. You know, if it was depends how good, right? Depends right. how good. If you know, if I if I get like a, a spaghetti, right, and there's like a dead rat in my spaghetti, you know, tr- you know, TripAdvisor's getting a couple comments. You know what I mean? But like, like,
1: well, nine nine out of ten people will most likely review the restaurant if it's bad, and that's just because people only want to express their feelings if it's a negative feeling. If you're really happy in the moment, you yeah. don't wanna like
0: say if someone says something if someone says something you don't like you're more likely to the brain sticks to negative comments the... where you could like a thousand positive ones you see 10 negative ones and they're the ones that stick with you when you go to bed at night exactly and then that's my thinking behind it like
1: when i had my makeover everyone on twitter was ripping into my shoes i don't care mate. your shoes are fine my shoes were fine i don't care all right you get better shoes imagine like
0: Attacking you for your shoes, like that—you know—they're reaching when they're going for your shoes.
1: It's little things like that, and especially, and it's those moments where I read that, and I'm like, who cares? Like, there are a thousand people that I know will be supporting me and all of my friends, and there are ten people that just want to pick on my shoes. So, at the end of the day, like, just don't read it. Don't bother. Just enjoy all the good stuff that's coming your way. Don't don't fixate on it. Just. It just pretend it doesn't happen.
0: You mentioned on the challenges before. Was there any challenge you found particularly, well, or better word, challenging? Um, something. Obviously, there are lots of fun ones, but anything really confronting with you that you thought, take a deep breath before you progress with this one. Actually, no, there weren't any of the challenges. It was,
1: like it was literally. So tonight's episode is is a pretty cool episode, and it's it's very different to what happened last year. We are doing. It's a promo, so I can talk about. We're doing a life swap, where um we go into our, our like each other's lives and you know live in those moments. Um, and tonight I get to meet Heidi's amazing uh, dad and brother, who are very tall, very <laughs> big, very scary. What are your intentions with my daughter? What's your intentions with me, sister? That's that's the line that I has been oh, thrown around, and um, that was the biggest challenge of all and it wasn't even a challenge
0: Man, i'm feeling scared for you you know? just
1: wait until you see that wasn't even the start of the question
0: oh there, um, was, there was more I'm more to it came after um but yeah Oh, that is gold. Well, thank you for joining me today. It's a pleasure having you in. You know, Thanks for coming in. Thanks for taking time out of your very busy day. I heard a little bit about your busy day, and busy is a bit of an understatement, so I really appreciate you coming on. Oh,
1: between working at the radio station, juggling all these media interviews, and it's like, yeah, but thank you. Oh, it was it's a good hard life
0: being famous, is
1: Hard life being famous.
0: Is there any final comments you want to close with? I want to tell a
1: story that happened to me on the weekend. Mate, go for it. First, first time out being post-show, I'm standing in the urinal, I'm I'm having a I'm having a wee. All good stories come from this. Yep. A dude looks over at me and goes, <sighs> Are you are you my the geek? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah mate. Can I check your hand? Can we finish doing yeah. doing our business? And that is my favourite moment so far.
0: That is gold. That's gonna stay with you for a while. Damn right it will. You know what? It's gonna stay with that guy for even longer. If he can remember it from by the sounds of it, he was quite inebriated. If he can remember it that's that's kind of the memory bank i know sure. the exact
1: horse it was out too it was right yeah. underneath bar pacino in the city so uh oh, there you go i should get a plaque there oh my honestly mike gambaro was recognized while taking a, a we we'll
0: start a uh, will start a page for it to happen i'm oh, the number one supporter i love that it's So easy thanks for coming on mate thank you for having me